Tony. Listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 88.5, British Columbia, Canada, and it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, brand new from Ape War. We heard Alberta Report. And speaking of Alberta, we have an Albertan on the line right now, I'm pretty sure. Hello, caller, are you there? I am. Who are you? My name is Eamon McGrath. I'm a songwriter from Toronto, originally born in Edmonton. Eamon, welcome to the Nardwar to Human Serviette radio show. Thanks for having me on. So, Eamon, who is in Eamon McGrath, your band? Is it just you and your friend Peter? Who's in your band? You're always looking for band members, aren't you? Yeah, right now I'm playing with uh, a guy named Rob Josephson, um, based in Vancouver. He used to play in a group called the Mohawk Lodge, and uh, he actually is the guy that plays drums on the the ACDC recordings that I've been making. And then a guy named Duncan Sadova, who played uh, bass in a local Vancouver band called Reckoner, and who's also born in Edmonton, who I kind of go back with. Aren't, aren't you always kind of looking for a bass player? Yeah, I'm looking for for any anybody to to play music with. I mean, the way I tour is I kind of tour uh, on my own and and meet up with musicians I've met, uh, you know, across like you know from my time touring Canada across the way, and so I end up on one tour, and you know sometimes I'll play with five different groups, you know. So I kind of like the uh, the have guitar will travel sort of uh, approach to that, you know. Eamon McGrath, live here on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show. Eamon, in London, you once convinced some guy to play drums for you, and you, like, taught him all your songs in, like, minutes? How did that happen? Uh, yeah, it was the same sort of tour. We were, I was touring on my own. I'd been taking the train across Europe, and, uh, you know, I showed up at the Slaughtered Lamb in London after a day of traveling from France, so I... You know, I'd, I'd taken a, like, I, I drove to Calais, got on a ferry and took a train from Dover to London. I showed up at about 11 p.m., walked right up to the stage. The guy had finished playing with the band before, and I kind of thought he was a bit tasty behind the kit. So I just asked him if he'd want to just play. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it was cool. I just pretty much told him to essentially just play the, you know, the, the out on the weekend drum beat from you know Neil Young's Harvest, and he pretty much nailed the show. That's amazing. Have you heard of other people doing it? I've never heard of anybody doing that before. Well, yeah, I, I, uh, I actually Daniel Johnston um, 
tours the same way. I uh, I've I've actually been in his band twice, and he tours with his with his brother and arranges uh, to have a backing band in every single city, and then shows up and plays the show and has no idea how the band's going to sound or uh, you know what instruments they've even got. Like he told me a story that he. Um, showed up in the southern U.S. to do a gig and ended up getting backed by a handbell choir. How was the response when you did stuff with Daniel Johnson? It was good. It was, uh, it was an interesting experience. I mean, I think that there was kind of an attitude in the crowd that, you know, it was after the movie came out and everything, and um, so there was kind of this, there's this attitude when you watch him that people aren't really there for the music, which is unfortunate because... You know, in all of the stories and the mythology around him, he's actually, you know, just a really great songwriter. And I think sometimes he doesn't get seen as that. I think that he's looked more of, as kind of like a um, a circus act. So play, playing the shows was, was weird because I felt like I was kind of part of this circus act. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I, I didn't see it as that. I was like, here I am in the presence of a really great artist and, a, you know, a really prolific songwriter that, um, you know, all of that stuff aside, would would still be writing the songs that he has, and I felt like the crowd was sort of unresponsive in the sense of looking at the art that he's made, you know, as being just just that, being great art. Now, Eamon, you have your own songs, but Daniel Johnson's songs. Just curious, what songs did you do when you played with them? Uh, we did, you know, "Walking the Cow" and um, "Rock and Roll EGA." Uh, you know, a lot of songs that I can't really even remember. I was, you know, like speeding motorcycle. We, I was given about two weeks to learn them, and then I was uh, sent on the road with the guy. Eamon McGrath from Edmonton, Alberta. That's where you're from originally, right? Edmonton, yeah, Alberta. Yeah, I was born there, and I, I moved to Toronto in uh, 2010. So I, I released Peacemaker with uh, your fellow evaporators, John Collins and Dave Carswell, and then moved to Toronto pretty much a month before it was released. What's the importance of the Stanley A. Milner Library? Uh, that was where I had my first ever punk show. And also, little known fact, Nardwar, is I, in that, that band that played at the Stanley A. Milner Library, actually opened for the Evaporators at Stars in Edmonton in about 2008. That's what I was wondering about, because you have a song, Eamon, on your brand new CD called Auditorium, and I was thinking about auditoriums and bunkers, and if I'd met you in a bunker or an auditorium or a hall. You have, yeah. A couple, I mean, there's, there's, I, I shared a bill with you guys, and that was the first, that was the first time I'd ever met John and Dave, and, uh, and you, and, and here we are, you know, full circle in Canada. So where did we play together, Stars? What can you tell the people about Stars, the Stanley A. Milner Library, and the Queen Alex Hall, and your song Auditorium? Yeah, I mean that's, those are all those are all kind of landmarks of, of my uh, punk rock upbringing in Edmonton. That was sort of the um, you know Stars was one of the few places that in town that would let underage kids play shows. Uh, Queen Alex Hall was a place for a while that was one of the only halls that um, you know had sort of not uh, been destroyed or, or, you know, like ripped to shreds by the, by the, uh, you know, carnivorous, we'll say, Edmonton uh, punk scene, you know. Um, in about 2006, 2007, those were, uh, those were kind of like, you know, maybe even before that, God, 2000, 2004, 2004, yeah, probably 2003, 2004 in Edmonton um, was like, 
was was a was there were only ever hall shows, you know, and 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 shows at Stars because all the bands, uh, you know, were super young. I mean, you had you had uh, essentially high school students that sort of controlled the punk scene, and uh, you know, we none of us could play shows in bars all the time, so. You know, we had stars. Stars snuck us in, and we put on our own shows at at at, at yeah at the Queen Alex Hall, which was a place by the University of Alberta that um, was kind of remote, so you could get away with a lot of trouble at that place. And now, on your new CD, you're into auditoriums. You just can't get out of them. I can't get out of them, and it's just that I think it's that it's kind of a, a lyric about that feeling of just sort of yelling into the open space of of. Uh, you know, of your adolescence and of, of, you know, the uncharted territory of, of punk rock and knowing that there's so much to, uh, to learn from it, you know, like, and, and just kind of that, just an, an adolescent howl is kind of what we're trying to go for on that song. Eamon McGrath, you mentioned that the kids controlled the Edmonton punk scene a few years ago, but what about the parents? Didn't the parents help a lot? Like your dad, White Man and Hammersmith? That's right, Palais. White Man and Hammersmith L.A., absolutely. That was, uh, I mean, I got introduced to uh, The Clash through my dad, you know, and even to this day, he's he's even, he's still helping me. He's still carrying my amp around and and, and totally supports the music. And, and I mean, he, you know, he, he was kind of responsible for teaching me about punk as part of this, like, you know, I always saw my dad as this kind of punk guru or something, and so I feel like he was kind of responsible for passing down the torch. How did your dad get into punk? Well, he was there, man. I mean, you know, he he saw he saw those guys in '77. Like he 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 understood it when it was you know new. Uh, you know, so his for you know like out of all that stuff, I mean, you know, out of Bob Dylan and Neil Young and all those bands and everything and all these you know everything from the Beatles, God, all that music. He's you know he still swears to God the Clash, 1981, Kinsman Fieldhouse in Edmonton was the best show he ever saw. Eamon, on your new CD, Saskatoon, now there's a little lyric there, City That Always Sleeps. Is that a reference to Matt from the band The City Streets? Uh, it's not, but but I I, uh, I I have played with that band, The City Streets, uh, before. I mean, they were originally going to be the, the band on Peacemaker, and uh, it just it never worked out to have, um, to have them play on the record, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I went through tours and tours and tours with those guys, and I, you know, I, I've I've probably been, uh, you know, north, south, east, west, and North America with them, you know, at least four times, five times. Because in your previous band, the Morellos, you had a song called "City in Ruins," and you also had a song called "Police in the Streets," which spells out "City Streets." True, it's, and that, that's that's funny. I mean, yeah, like those those songs were written. When I was I was really young, like I was like fifteen or something. Um, I didn't I had no idea who who the City Streets were then, you know. But they they used to be a band called Half Cut in Edmonton, and so I I'd known them and I'd played with them in the punk scene because they were kind of younger too. And uh, eventually, you know, as I grew older, I just sort of realized in Edmonton that I you know I thought they had some kind of similar ideals towards punk as I did, and so I started reaching out to them and, and ended up touring with them for the better part of, of, uh, you know, like four, like, yeah, like three years. Well, speaking of the word Matt, Matt, are you here? Matt, come on over here. We actually have Matt here in the studio in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Not Matt from City Streets, but another Matt that wants to say hi to you. Maybe 
this Matt could try to identify who he is, but don't is tell. Matt, is it Matt Granlund? Yeah, well, give, it, give it, tease who you are. Give it him. Matt Stranded. Jesus, yeah. Here, I, That's I, right. here he is. I, I, knew, I knew who it was, though, before you came on the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good to see you, Eamon, and thanks so much for calling the other day. Um, Nadwa, I did an interview with Eamon just last week, and uh, I hope the show went well, Eamon. I was, wasn't able to attend. How, how was it go? How did it go at the media club? Great. It was awesome. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was the turnout was great. I mean, you know, like... Um, Sold some LPs, which is always nice. Uh, the show was 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 really loud and good. The sound the sound of the media club is awesome, and it's kind of nice to, uh, to. I mean, I, I've only ever really played in East Van, you know, so yeah. getting to play on the other side of downtown is kind of good to see the you know see a little more of the city, and it, it definitely attracts a different sort of crowd. Yeah. Oh well, I'd love to catch up with you again next time. Um, sorry, I wasn't able to make it, but um, yeah, where, where are you headed next? Uh, right now we're we're currently stopped in Revelstoke and we're on our way to Calgary. Uh, we're playing at Broken City tonight. Um, oh, cool! And then, it's, and then I'm heading off to uh, Lethbridge, Regina, Sault Ste. Marie, and then I'm home. Yeah. And it's quite amazing, also, too, Eamon, that Matt wanted to do an interview with you because he does an exclusively Australian music show, and he rarely interviews any Canadians, <laughs> right, Matt? Yes, of course, That's yes. Right. Rarely any Canadians, but he broke the rules to talk to you. Absolutely. Well, we, him and I, him and I, you know, Matt and I go back a long ways. We, I mean, I've known him for a few years now, and he was living in Edmonton, uh, you know, and we we really connected on our on our kind of shared view of the similarities between Canadian and Australian music and the, uh, you know, these kind of like almost, um, you know, this binary relate binary relationship in, in what we kind of see as these sort of, you know, characteristics in the, in the kind of post-colonial punk that Canada and Australia has sort of managed to produce. Mm. And there's one band in particular, Eamon, that you rave on about a lot, and justifiably so. And do you want to let Narbo know who that who that is? Yeah, it's it's, it's the Drones. I mean, uh, they're probably you know the equivalent of, of the Constantines. Mm. I'd say down down under, they're sort of this like uh, really amazing, spacious, you know, dynamic, artistic punk band uh, that really you know because of whatever the, the culture, the geography, the attitudes of, of their of the country that they're from, you know, really shapes the music that they make. So they, it really is true to say that you couldn't have art, you know, by both those bands created anywhere else. I mm. mean, it's, it's quintessentially kind of, Where you know, is... things are quintessentially Canadian, the drones are quintessentially Australian. And, you know, because of that, they've never really found success elsewhere, but they've managed to create this sort of, uh, you know, demonically devoted fan base in both nations. Mm. Where are they from? Uh, I believe they're from... Oh, maybe it's from Melbourne, Matt? Yeah, oh, I should know this. It, Melbourne or Sydney. Melbourne, I mean, they're the two main music hub, hubs. Yeah. Well, Eamon, thank you for being so into Australian music. And Matt, thank you hmm. for being so much into Canadian music. And, and listeners, if you want to catch my interview with Eamon on podcasts, go to Google and type in Oz Stranded, Oz Stranded for the Stranded Music Show. And, uh, yeah, Eamon had a lot to say. And also all your interviews with the church that's as well. Right. You have many interviews with the wow. church. Including the church, today. Yeah, that's, that's a good How many interviews I, have you done with the church? I have Steve Kilby again today. How many times have you interviewed the church? At least three times. It's awesome. It's, uh, yeah, unbelievable. And tonight, 6 o'clock, Steve Kilby is talking again. Um, this guy has a lot of stories. The exclusive church profile on Stranded on CITR. Well, thank you, Matt and Doot Doot Doot. Doot Doot. 
Bye, Eamon. Shit, man. Nice talking to you. You too. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. We're speaking here to Eamon McGrath, and Eamon's new LP is called Young Canadians. And we're from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, or I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Young Canadians, the band. Do you think about the Young Canadians from Vancouver at all? I do actually, and I, I, it was I, I wrote the. Uh I wrote the song and named the record after I, I realized the connection between, you know, the, uh, yeah, the, the kind of, you know, the well-known Vancouver punk band, um, you know, that, that was, that really, you know, like was, was kind of part of a scene that was responsible for a lot of, you know, great punk across the country. I mean, you know, you had pointed sticks and, uh, you know, DOA kind of, you know, subhumans from the same sort of, um, you know, the same sort of scene. And, and, you know, because of the work of, of all those bands, I mean, I think that, Canadian punk bands see, you know, touring the country as like a, as a possibility and, and, uh, you know, instead of a, kind of this fantasy reality, I think that because of them and the work that they did kind of blazing a trail, you know, all of us are allowed to kind of do what we do as independent artists. It's interesting, too, because the whole LP being named Young Canadians, a very punk name, at least to me, on the LP, you give a shout-out to Ian Mackay, Minor Threat, and Embrace. Like you mentioned, Minor Threat and Embrace. I, I do, and, and I mean, I mentioned the Ramones and... and uh, but I you love know, that you I, mention Embrace. Like, Embrace never gets mentioned enough. Embrace, Ian Mackay's Embrace. Where did, you get, where did you get into Embrace? Was that at Listen? Well, embrace, embrace was kind of... Uh, I mean, yeah, they they were the they were the band I got into right after Minor Threat, you know, not Fugazi. I I uh, you know, it's fine. I was just listening to Fugazi, but um, no, I mean, I was obsessed with Minor Threat when I was younger, and and um, you know, when I when I found out that he was in bands afterwards, I looked for the very next thing he did, you know, which isn't Fugazi at all. It's actually the the Embrace record. Where did you look for records? Was that at Listen Records in Edmonton? That's right. Yeah, it was at Listen Records, yeah, and that's where I brought the Embrace album. And so I kind of thought that that you know, like listening to that band and and sort of, you know, what they represent to me is sort of this you know this bridge you know this like a, a bridge in this gap of, of adolescence you know like Fugazi is kind of like this really mature sounding sounding thing. Minor Threat is really you know like you know youthful and snotty and, and arrogant and embraces kind of this weird period that sort of you know lies between the two and this kind of you know and it's unfortunately the Embrace album kind of ends up in the purgatory of used records bins, you know? But it's on your LP, too, though. That's good. Now, you've helped perpetuate the legend of Embrace on your LP, Eamon McGrath. Thank you. Now, did you have to go all the way to Amsterdam to buy a Neil Young record? Yeah, that's crazy you know that. I, I, bought, a, I bought a copy of Time Fades Away in Amsterdam for, for 12 euros, which is... Uh, which is mind blowing to me because I've seen it as high as you know seventy bucks here or something. And I I went up. It was actually in an electronic music store, which I found so strange because it was in this like you know new arrival section. And I saw it and I was like I couldn't believe it, you know. And and uh, I showed it to the guy and I just said, "Is this for real? Like, is this the right price?" And and he he never actually heard of Neil Young. So. Uh, that was pretty cool. That was a good score, so I, wasn't I, it? I, I bought it. I bought it. You know, because that's a pretty rare record, isn't it? You've been looking for it for a long time, it's right? Extremely rare. Yeah, it's the first record in the Ditch trilogy. You know, which is, um, which is of course like Time Fades Away, Tonight Tonight on the Beach. Uh, you know, which is kind of regarded as, as Neil Young's sort of dark era. Time Fades Away is the first record in that trilogy, and it's it's 
it's one that was never uh, reissued on CD, and, and, and the first few thousand copies of it were actually kind of recalled by Neil himself because he hated the record so much, and they were... Uh, the album was just deleted, and 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 I, you know, so you never see it released again. So the only copies you can hear, you know, if you're pirating music or something, are extremely rare releases. You know, extremely rare copies of. So. And Eamon, I kind of interrupted you because I was so excited to mention Embrace, the band, just when you were mentioning Canada's Ramones, the Hanson Brothers. You mentioned Canada's Ramones, the Hanson Brothers, subtly kind of on your new LP, don't you, Eamon McGrath? I do, yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I love No Means No. I love the Hanson Brothers. Do you still act punk? I hope so. I think you're acting punk when you're using a flash at MoMA. Flash at MoMA. That's true. I, I, I that, yeah, that was true. I, I photographed an Andy Warhol uh, screen with a with a flash, and and I got stared down pretty hard by some by some people. Because that's a very punk move, isn't it? I, I yeah, I suppose it was. You know, sometimes it's it's you can be punk by accident. How about playing punk squats? What's it like doing those in Europe? You've played like railway cars and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's the the approach to music is different there. So you get people that approach you know putting on music differently. So um, the railway car we I played in a couple times is actually in Frankfurt, and it uh, it's it's this old um, yeah this train car that was just kind of abandoned by the river, and these uh, it's about eighty years old, and these these you know maybe older. I mean I don't know, but these these punks literally literally a couple years ago just bought a PA and moved it in started serving liquor without any permission at all and uh no one shut them down and they were kind of like slave labor drivers because they were driving you so hard to play yeah it's i mean it was just i was one of the only acts on the bill and i think i might have been the only act on the bill and I, i just i was touring you know on the train and i had an acoustic guitar and they just kept kept pulling me on stage you know it'd be like yeah, I would I would play a set and the guy would serve me, you know, some Jag Jagermeister or something, and then I'd go back on and I'd come back off and he'd, he'd keep pouring the Jagermeister and I'd get back on stage and I'd just be exhausted and then go up to the river and I'd throw up and then I'd go and drink some more Jagger and I'd play another set and then by the end of the night I'd done about five hours and I was like, listen, you guys, I know no, I don't actually know any more songs than, than what I've already played you. I cannot play any more songs. Wasn't there something relating to masturbation? In the railway cars? I hope I hope not. How about you and rooftops, Eamon McGrath? You play a lot of them, don't you? I fall off a lot of them too, actually. I, I lost I lost uh, I lost a couple teeth because I, I fell off a roof uh, two years ago. Eamon McGrath, how many albums EPs do you have? Can you name them all? Uh, I probably couldn't name them all. I have about 23. Um, the first one was called Zebra, and the last one is Young Canadians. And what are some but, of the ones in between, the other? Well, there's New Tattoo, Pink Film, Victim of Time, uh, Wild Dogs, uh, you know, 13 Songs, Whiskey and Light, Orphan Land. Um, you know, I don't know, like Demolition City. 
Do you remember all the songs off them all? Like you have Big 20. Screaming Hell. You have 23 uh, a albums. Of them. Some of them I still play. Some of them um, ended up on Peacemaker, you know. Some of them uh, ended up on 13 songs, and some of them I've totally forgotten about. You know, like, actually, in Edmonton, I was playing a show a little while ago, and this guy started playing a song, and, and I didn't realize that it was one of mine until after he told me that it was a cover. Ba-boom. How fast can you write a song, Eamon McGrath? Well, I mean, by the time you get to your guitar, the song's probably already written. So, I mean, you, know, so you keep the guitar by your bed, so that's like five seconds to grab it? Well, I usually write a song in the van or something and just kind of remember it, and then you write the lyrics, and then when by the time you get to your guitar, you're pretty much just playing the thing. Eamon, you also organized like some sort of huge festival last summer without a cell phone. What's it like organizing a festival without a cell phone? Uh, you just end up, you know, sitting by the computer a lot, I guess. I mean, it was it was pretty cool. It was a festival that we did um, in Toronto, and uh, the whole point of it was to be kind of like an analog music festival, you know, like um, strictly you know, paper tickets and, 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 and strictly handbills and, and word of mouth, you know, like nothing on the internet, uh, you know, scheduling bands and talking to them, you know, in person and meeting and, and, and being, you know, social and, and, uh, you know, really trying to develop a, a sense of community in the Blue Rosington neighborhood in Toronto. So the point of it, you know, was to just never call anybody about shows. It was like, you know, just, just contact them, you know, and it, like, when you see them about it, you know, like approach people and, 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 uh, create a network of, of artists. One of the venues you use was the boat. Is the boat still there in Kensington market? What can you tell the people about the boat? Well, we didn't use the boat for the festival, but, uh, but I have, I have played the boat before. Um, it was, uh, it's a really great venue by uh, the guy that books the place is Keith Hamilton. And one, one night we, I was on tour and he actually, he uh, he didn't have enough money at the door to pay us, so he gave us a bass cab. I always thought that was a really nice gesture. Eamon McGrath, winding up here, when you go to Europe, who books your tours? Are they break-even affairs? I book my own tours when I go to Europe. And, uh, yeah, they usually are break-even affairs. I, they, uh, I like touring on the bus and, uh, you know, like, that kind of, you know, like, being pretty grassroots about the transportation, so... All you need to do is buy a, a, a plane ticket and a bus ticket, and then everything else other than that is just covered. When you go to Europe for so long, what do you pack? Do you have any hints for people going to Europe on a big tour? Uh, I kind of follow the Mike Watt approach to packing, which is just never forget your toothbrush. And that, that comes from a story from friends of mine in a band from Vancouver called The Doers who uh, recorded with Mike Watt once and went to pick him up at the airport, and he brought nothing at all with him. Just a toothbrush. Not even a base. <laughs> Speaking of running into people, when you've been in Europe, have you run into anybody like the guys from Iron Maiden hanging out at a pub or anything like that? No, that's never happened. I mean, you, you run into some Canadian bands that, that might be touring at the same time. Um, you know, last time I was there, I ran into the baritone sax player from uh, King Kong and the Shrines in the Philadelphia airport. He's German, isn't he? He is, yeah. How hard is it, Eamon, to get a passport? And sometimes they don't scan? 
Yeah, and it's actually surprisingly easy, believe it or not. We uh, were touring overseas uh, the end of 2010, and um, due to, like, water damage and just traveling and everything, my passport wouldn't scan at the airport, so I missed the first show of the tour because I, I'd spent the whole next day essentially squatting in the passport office, uh, and I was able to get a new one in nine hours, make a flight that night, and meet the band in Brixton for a show at the windmill the next day. And you had no idea you'd be able to get it so quick. You thought you were screwed. I thought I was going to be home, yeah. Eamon McGrath, you've snuck beer into the United States of America in kick drums? It was actually wine. How did that happen? That's a, actually a really crazy story. We, uh, we just, um, we took all the wine... Uh, like we just got boxes of wine. We took the bags of wine out of the boxes and unscrewed the shell of the kick and stuffed them in like bags of blood and decided that we'd take our chances. And we ended up going and getting searched by the, uh, by the U S border patrol. And, um, miraculously they let us through. They didn't find anything. We were there for probably about half an hour. And then we were pretty happy because we thought we were home free and we figured if the, if the Americans hadn't, found anything there's no way in hell that you know the canadians would but uh the canadians were actually harder on us and pulled us into the, the garage bay um started going through our stuff but had concluded that our van was just too filthy to uh to continue a search so because of the certain questionable contents of my gym bag and the fact that uh the bass player's uh pants wouldn't unroll because he urinated in them uh a couple days previous you know to the to, to this happening i think they decided that that it wasn't worth their uh their own disgust to continue the search so we ended up driving across the border with about eight hundred dollars worth of, of uh contraband alcohol you said amen that canadian border guards are quite nice though like some of them are into punk and nwa actually that was a that was a u.s border guard on on the uh detroit windsor side and that was the easiest border crossing we've ever had to had to do. The guy asked us, we told him we were a band. He asked us what our favorite band was. I think we said the replacements or something. And he, he told us that NWA was his and, and he was actually listening to it on his, on his earbud. And he, he told us to pound it and we floored it to Windsor. Amazing. And have you got him since ever? No, I haven't, I haven't been to the U S in, in a long time. I, 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 uh, I don't really like touring there that much, to be honest. It's kind of, it's too scary. It's too scary. Where did you get scared? Uh, it's not scared. I don't. I didn't get scared. It was just. It's. It's scary that you know that place exists. I think it's just weird when you you cross the border and you're in such a different kind of a, a country. Like there's, it's such a depressed place, and and it's. Uh, I think it's, it lacks a lot of optimism. Um, Do you think you were spoiled by Europe? All the tours into Europe? No, I think I was spoiled by Canada, man. And you are Eamon McGrath, brand new LP, Young Canadians. Eamon, anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? No, just, you know, uh, just keep supporting Canadian music and, and uh, you know, going to shows and putting up bands on your floor and, and having a good time. Eamon, I kind of asked this to you before, but right now we're going to end the interview by playing Auditorium and Young Canadians. Anything more you want to say about Auditorium, and what do you want to say about Young Canadians? 
Auditorium was actually the, the only song on the record that wasn't produced by John Collins and Dave Carson. Uh, that was a song that was originally going to be a demo, um, considered a demo that I'd recorded in my jam space in Toronto on a on a tiny little Tascam Porta Studio. So uh, yeah, and yeah, Young Canadians was the I think the first song we recorded um, for like for this the set the for in the first session of the record. Well, thanks so much, Eamon. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much good to go. Why should people care about Eamon McGrath? Uh, because I don't think that anyone doesn't believe in rock and roll. All right. Well, thanks so much, Eamon. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do the loot do. Do doodly do. Uh, almost, Eamon. Do do the loot do. That old punk rock itching tail Comes running back to your skin From years of laying dormant Around your unshaven beard Alcoholics in fool's bloom Wounded eyes in the backseat of a decade of really care Their confidence and steam Must take place on the Isle of Dreams Which come and lost and echoes Drift from what seems To be nothing more than haste A young kid on an adult's face Let's part the seas and make way for some waste In the auditorium In the auditorium In the auditorium There's still the thrill of missing out a young kid's mouth on an adult's shout A consequence not of growing up But growing out Too big for the roots that wait A young kid's grin on an adult's face A minor threat in the era of embrace In the auditorium In the auditorium Never come in the auditorium, in the auditorium, in the
Listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Eamon McGrath with Young Canadians. And before that, Eamon McGrath with Auditorium. Coming up, an interview with from Flushing, New York, the Mr. Action Bronson. Right now, going to play something before we get to Action Bronson by the Apollo Ghosts. This is brand new from the Apollo Ghosts. I'm in love with the USA. It's from their brand new CD and there's going to be a release called Landmark and there's going to be a release party for the brand new CD next Saturday, May the 12th at the Interurban Gallery here in Vancouver, BC, Canada. So right now, here's I'm in love with the USA by the Apollo Ghosts. Brand new from Apollo Ghosts. Again, check them out next Saturday, May 12th at the Interurban Gallery, the record release party and then an interview with from Queens, New York. Action Bronson. Here are, as I mentioned, the Apollo Ghosts with I'm in Love with the USA. the USA
Action Bronson. Action Bronson, welcome to South by Southwest Austin, Texas. Thank you very much, man. Action Bronson, right off the bat, I have a gift for you. What is it? Something that'll take you back. What can you tell the people about 702? Oh, man. This was one of my joints right here. I don't actually know this one. What was the one that was on the radio? I like that one. 702 was a good band. They, they were hot. I wanted to have sex with them. Do you want to have sex with a lot of people? Well, a lot of Nubian women. Action Bronson also have another gift for you. A cool G puzzle. Oh, this is... Now, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. The live and let die puzzle. What the... Yeah. What can you tell the people about cool G? This is important to Action Bronson, isn't it, Action Bronson? Yeah, he's my, yeah, he's my idol. I don't know why, but he is. When did he become your idol? As a youth... Days of yore, you know, I met him in the park right by my house and he signed a napkin for me and he was playing ball with his son and I had a good time, man. And ever since then, we've been listening to me and my friend Mayhem Loren. We've been uh, avid fans for years. Flushing Flushing Queens is really important, isn't it? It is, it is. It's the home, it's the homeland. And I wanted you to tell me a little bit about these artists from Flushing Queens or Queens, etc. Royal Flush. Royal Flush is from Flushing. He actually lives close to me at this point. He's a very nice individual. Hopefully we'll be doing some work soon. Ice Down Medallion shit. Old shit. Mike Geronimo. Shit's real. I remember taking this sticker off of the... Off of the walk sign on 164th and Jewel Avenue and putting it in my, on my binder. Remember how we used to have binders in school? And right underneath it, some black sheep. Uh-huh. Of course, the flavor of the month. The first time I was introduced to this was my cousins, my twin cousins, Imina and Fatima in Astoria. They used to wear twin starter jackets. That was the time that I was introduced to this one right here. This is beautiful stuff. What I was interested with, Action Bronson, is that Black Sheep, Dre, his son, is in a punk band, Cerebro Ballsy. Did you know that? I did not know that, actually. That's very interesting. Don't you like them? Yeah. Who are you pointing out over there? Maybe you can introduce your crew right now. Who do we have in the room right now? We have the homie, Brooke Robbins, right here. We have super producer, Harry Freud, in the building. We have, oh, not my bad. Yeah, we have Dante Ross in the building. We have Big Body Best, my fucking man. We have Tommy Mass in the back. Motherfucking Rit Rat, Riff Rath, Mayhem Lorenovich, and tell him your name. Yeah. All here at South by Southwest. Everybody, we wildin'. Now, going back to Queens, Flushing Queens and Queens, etc., what can you tell the people about the Unisphere? Uh, I mean, this is the most used 
I don't even do structure in all videos. I'm just sick of seeing this shit, man. I don't want to see this anymore. <laughs> Not in the video, at least. Only when I'm driving on the Grand Central. Action Bronson, what about the spa castle? Have you heard about the spa castle at all? Listen, someone told me they yelped it and it wasn't popping. So I'm not going. I don't want little kids around while I'm assless with the shirt, with the teeth, with the thing on. You get neon uniforms. Yeah, exactly. I'm not into that. But you could go as a pair like you and Mason Storm could go. How about that? I would love with Mason Storm if we could chill one day, do acupuncture with the smoke, make sure we break the wood. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm really excited here, Action Bronson, with the team that you've assembled here today. Yeah. Because one of the things I was going to ask you about right here concerns, I think, a gentleman in this room. What is this particular release called? Team Facelift. This is Team Facelift. Uh-huh. And <laughs> the cover of this is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't know about this one. Passion Cove. <laughs> What can you tell the people about Team Facelift? They're a bunch of fucking weird individuals, but they're great guys. And how does it tie back to you and Tommy? Well, Tommy Mess was their producer. Did we get Tommy over here? Nah, he don't know. We don't get him. Fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, this is wild. This gotta be Fat Jew. Is this Fat Jew on the cover? Look at that. Oh, my God. He needs a Brazilian... Bad. So, Tommy did a lot of production for you and stuff, right? He was in the Team Facelift. Yes, he produced the Dr. Lecter album, the first one that I've ever put out in my entire life. And also, there was some interesting Shiraz action going on, wasn't there? There's the Shiraz. Yeah, the video, we had some fiends. We had some uh, some hookers. We had some food, you know, prosciutto. We had a bunch of stuff. And you sample Brother Jack McDuff. And this is a gift for you, Action Bronson. Thank you. I appreciate this. We'll make use of this. I'll probably rhyme on something. Now, not only do you cook, you also do graffiti. The Smart Crew. What can you tell people about the Smart Crew? Smart Crew is, you know, actually founded by my man right there, Mayhem Loren. He was the original president of the crew. And, you know, graffiti is something that I put, you know, I don't even give a fuck about shit anymore. I just care about the music and the food, and that's it. Wasn't there some sort of beef with Banksy and the smart crew? What was that about? I don't know about that one, actually. I'm in the dark. Should we call over some expert here from the smart crew? He don't know about it. I don't know. How about the points? What is the points? Which one? The hookers at the point? No, the graffiti, the points. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, both, actually. Please educate me, Action Bronson. The point is Hunt's Point by the, by the terminal market in the back blocks over there by Spofford where all the hookers used to run. I don't know what the points is. I think, uh, what's that, that Mears thing? Five yeah, five points. Yeah, my man Mears runs that shit. It's like a graffiti place, right? What's going to happen to it? Who knows? I don't know. I have no idea. Action Bronson, who taught you to cook? I was curious. My grandmother and my mother. So do you resemble them in their attitude and the way you carry yourself and stuff? Because I was looking at you doing your cooking and stuff, and I was thinking, man, they must have really taught you well. (laughs) Yeah, I resemble my mother. She likes to join while she's doing a little bucatine or whatever. Uh, My grandmother, not so much. She's an Albanian elderly woman, so she's a little bit more straight edge. She's just hitting the raki. Action Bronson, what's in a good breakfast? What's in a good breakfast? Me? My favorite breakfast is a German one. But actually, I like bagels and eggs. And that's it. When you go to a restaurant, you like to sit in different spots, don't you? You don't like this to sit... Explain about, about that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a guy... I like to change things up. I like different perspectives. I like to sit in the corner, in front. 
at another two single, you know, all that. And you like to eat with your hands too? You think that's important? It's very important. That's what we were given. What was the snuff film on a plate? Meat Directions. I love that. Have you copywritten that? No, I haven't actually, but I will make sure we do that. Um, it was a freestyle sandwich. I fucking made some cheddar muffins. My mother ate the top off. I cut them in half, had some brisket, had some turkey in the, in the sauce. It was a freestyle. The roasted marshmallow, Jewish style. You know, I love the meat decorations. That was awesome. That was the little, that was the little leftovers from the brisket. And you wash your hands, but in particular, you wash your hands, but sometimes you wear surgical gloves. You take it so seriously, you bring it to surgical gloves. Bringing the surgical gloves, the latex, the black ones. What did the New York Mets eat? Steaks and a lot of fucking steaks. Steaks and rice. It's a Dominican team, pretty much. So they had a lot of rice and beans. We made a lot of. A lot of churrasco, you know, stuff like that. Action Bronson, I have another gift for you. An important group called M.O.P. What can you tell people about M.O.P. and Action Bronson? Uh, shit, I love this motherfuckers right here. Uh, this is one of the best groups in the history of rap music. Um, I met Fame, I met, I met both of them, I don't know them well, but they're definitely... In my top 10 of artists all time. What about Korean meats? Do you like the Korean meats? You know, the fire Korean meats thing? Yeah, the fire, the Korean meats are a wonderful thing. It was, you know, that's, that's very prominent in Flushing. Yeah, that's what I was curious. Any places you'd recommend people checking out? Like me, Nardware, the Human Serviette from Canada? Yes. Wuchan. It's on Casino Boulevard. Right across the street from the library. I'll take you. I'd love to go and check it out, Action Bronson. It'll be, it'll be an event. One thing I was wondering, when I eat with you, Action Bronson, you buy bagged salad sometimes, like light bagged salad? No. That's what I was curious about, because like, you don't want to get the E. coli, right? You don't want to buy bagged salad, do you? Bagged salad, because you know, they wipe it, they swipe it across the grundle before they do anything, because they, the Mexicans are the ones who are taking the vegetation from the ground, and they get angry at American people, and they put it on their assholes. Action Bronson, I have another gift for you that concerns a gentleman, another gentleman in this room, the third base. <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. Maybe right? we could call over the gentleman and explain the connection here right now, please. Action Bronson. Dante Ross, please, if you could come over here. Oh, here we go. Let's go. Here we go. He's hype. He's hype right now. Dante, welcome to the Nerdware Human Serviette Radio Show. What's going on? We have a gift here wow. for Action Bronson. What can you explain about this? Because you're mentioned on here. Okay, so... That's the number three right there. That's the number three. That's the one I have. Actually, can we first say, who is Dante Ross? Can you please explain Action Bronson? You don't know. I'm, I'm, the, I'm sure. a skipper. <laughs> I'm skippy. Yo, tell them who you are, man. Like, yeah. Russ, I manage Action Bronson. I signed some groups. I produced some records. Did a couple things. I skateboard. I don't know. But on this particular third base record, Dante Ross, what happens in this particular tune? And you've been shouted out a few they times. Gave me, they gave me the gas face on this. Because um, I used to hang out with them. And I, we'd always just make fun of each other all the time. I ended up producing Pop Goes the Weasel for them, too. And they told me I had a little itty-bitty cactus, which was pretty genius. <laughs> and I think I did three strikes of 5,000. I know I did a lot of stuff on the second album. Like you're always thrown out like Dante Ross gets the gas face. These guys gave me the gas face and the gas face comes from the game face. We just give people the game face and search one day just said the gas face because it was like basically farting in your face yeah. which I thought was pretty funny. And then Dilla Soul as well gave you a shout out. What other shout outs have you had? Where, where was that? Give me a scrub. 
Yeah, they got me bad one time. Um, I signed De La Soul, and we used to, another group. We always made fun of each other. So I think it was a trend to make fun of me on records back in the day. What do you call Dante? Have you given him a shout-out? Devantes, that's what I call him. Devantes, we roll with it. We like it. It's a, it's a combination of a Latin black name and my name in one. How did you meet him? Um, Rehab? <clears throat> Internet. A shout out off the chat. Really? I was chat roulette. I'm chat roulette. He came up and I was like, this guy's kind of great. So there it is. This is so my away message. Well, this is so exciting. Dante Ross, could you please present the gift from Nardware to Human Serviette to Action Bronson here? And I would like to give you the third bass record that snaps on me like you do all the time. And, and this was the haircut I was aspiring to, but I, I could never quite get. So that looks I want like to get the dude who was in Blood and Blood Out. It's Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> Young Vigo Mortensen right there. I like it. Amazing. What kind of sweater is your man wearing? No, that yeah, what's like up with the neck, too? It's like a cow neck. What is going on here? It looks like Unbelievable. Fight with a girl. Wow, she pulled it down on him? Oh, man. He was great. He's genius. You guys would hate each other. Right. So enjoy Nardwar. So well, thank you so much, Dante Ross, for being here. And do 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 Almost do 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 Get him out of here. Get him out of here. You're taking too much of my time, son. Action Bronson, you to me. We also we have a shout out to Martin Yan. Martin Yan. Yan can cook. He taught me. He he taught me how to cook. He taught everyone how to cook. And walk. Yeah, exactly. Mark had a walk on. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's amazing. We also have Walk with Yan in Canada as well. Yeah, walk with Yan. Yeah, Walk yeah. with Yan. Jacques Pepin. And he also taught me how to cook. And you also have a shout out to Greg Luganis as well. Yeah, he's a great diver. <laughs> he dove well. Yeah, are you into that sort of diving? No, I'm not into that diving. How about epic meal time? I love it. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. I love the uh, the fast food uh, lasagna. Have you reached out to them? Because I was doing an interview with them, and they said that they know about you, and you know about them. I do know about like them. They're ready to hook up with you. So let's make that happen. Oh, what do you think about the, the lasagna that they did? Uh, any ideas? It's crazy. I, I mean, I want to be involved in something like that, but I, I don't know how to reach people. I'm like, I'm, I'm internet stupid. Action Bronson, what about My Drunk Kitchen? Have you checked out that reality show, that cooking show? I haven't seen that one. What channel is that on? On YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. No, I haven't seen it. Action Bronson, you also have a shout-out to Peter Rosenberg. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. When did you first hear of him? Like, I love the way you're shouting out. And did he play you because you shouted it out? No, 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 no. He played me a long time before that. Um, Wait, when did I shout him out? I think you love the Peter Rosenberg. You mentioned Peter Rosenberg. Oh, yeah, I did mention him he, because he, he went to bat for me, you know? Some people were trying to shit on my name, and he just went to bat. Why would people want to shit on your name? How dare they? I don't know. Maybe, you know, they had to take a shit. And when he goes to bat... Mexican. Ah, boom! Who is Psycho 13? Psycho 13 is our friend Pierre. He's a uh, graffiti writer. Winding up here, Action Bronson, I want to give you a gift that represents Vancouver, Canada. It is the Cheech and Chong record with the rolling paper still intact. Mostly when you find this record, there's no rolling paper. But I thought I'd bring this down because Tommy Chong is from Canada. So this is a gift from me to you, another gift. Thank you, man. And when you come to New York, I'm taking care of you. We're going to Flushing, we're going to the whole house. We're getting you a rub and tug from the Asian, whatever you want. Lastly here, Action Bronson, a quote. Phone in my hands at all times like I'm a... Pimp. Fuck. <laughs> shrimp. Fuck shrimp. Why fuck shrimp? Everybody... Steak. But 
shrimp. People love shrimp. Like, what's the beef against shrimp? I'm not into shrimp, man. It's just a fucking. It's blah. It's like tofu. Takes on the flavor. Some bullshit. It's not expensive. It's just red lobster shit. Well, thanks so much, Action Bronson. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Shouts to everybody. I love you. And yo, please come home. My man. Well, thanks so much, Action Bronson. Keep on rocking in the free world. And do, 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 do. Bronson is a rap singer. Uh, he's legit. He sells his DVD for about 13 bucks on the internet. Uh, um. Hey, yo, my sole purpose. Long hair, speed, Turkish. Twist the sisters out like the universal circus. About to cop the crib furnish. What burning brick of his shit with the furnace. Quattro for Mars. Big plate look like a lobster collage. I'm on the art in the food scene. Fuck rap, lay your back, eating poutine. Matter of fact, couple vats to make a cool bling. While you see me in the shorts or weather. Weather Puerto Rican bitches chilling on the boardwalk, rock away, smelling like Georgie, ready for orgy, slightly retarded, bread in the porgy, 20 seconds dead in the 40, all this money to be gotten, hailing from the rotten, scotch make it neat, no socks on the feet, when I'm stepping in the loafer, creamy like the Robiola, guaranteed I'm getting boxed like an old controller, baby mama catching cases, high speed chases, fiends rocking the ID bracelets, you only live once, so fuck if I'ma waste it, I'm in France stepping on grapes, you can taste it, yeah, Make cheese like the fromage, Tattered chest, cover paint, wash your scars. Daddy disapprove of my life just like a Marvin Gaye. Keep the dodge, I want the 87 sobbing gray. Catch me in the corner, not Like the man of gut, light tan on the shoe, like banana nut. Strong odor of the weed, like your grandma's butt. No attempt to disrespect, but my grandma blunt. But I'm known to eat expensive lunches from the farm right to the table, air straight to the plate. I doubt you could relate. Figs at the peak of their rightness. Money off this music, motherfucker. I like this, so cut the check. Yo, the cush get flipped to a swan, origami, floating in the water, north of North Dakota, get to Barcelona, Algeria connection, pussy like a leather jacket, been to hell and back, they tried to sell me back, but they couldn't, hookers by the hojo, chilling with Doc Gooden, top is up for grass, so fuck it, then why wouldn't, Bronson be the one coming through with the gold belt. And you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette radio show. You just heard right there, Action Bronson with Tapas. And before that, an interview with Action Bronson. And I want to dedicate that Action Bronson interview to MCA. Rest 
in peace, MCA of the Beasties. Never got a chance to do an interview with you, but really, 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 really loved your band. And thank you also for bringing back the toque. You guys brought back the toque. Used to be when I went to a club wearing a skull cap, a toque, people would like laugh at me and be angry that I was wearing a toque in a club. You guys started wearing toques and everything was A-OK. Rest in peace, MCA of the beasties right now gonna play something by cerebral ballsy cerebral ballsy as i mentioned in the action bronson interview the lead singer of cerebral ballsy is dre from the black sheep's son so we're gonna play something by cerebral ballsy and then gonna play a couple more tracks by the apollo ghosts from their brand new cd landmark again they're having their cd release party next saturday the 12th in vancouver at the interurban gallery so right now here is cerebral ballsy with don't tell me what to do on the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. I can't turn my head without someone trying to influence me. Eat this, buy this, be it. Yo, fuck you, man. You don't know what's best for me, and I do. And even if I turn, I'll find out soon.
build it up a new castle. I had to tear it down a new castle. Smoke out of spite again. Now you know why I went away. While my hair changed from brown to gray. Lies that go underground must say. Yeah. 
again, you're still listening to the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. You just heard right there, Fifus Sahib with Map, the Map. Thank you so much, Thesis, for sending that to me, Nardwar to Human Serviette. And before that, we heard Les Interns with Oh No, which is a cover of Les Hulops, Oh No. And that's from Quebec in the 1960s, pretty much mid-60s or so. And what's interesting about this, Les Intern Oh No, is on the Match record label, but the way people got this 45 was, once you bought bread, you'd take it home and eat the bread. Then you'd bring a proof of purchase that you bought the bread back to the store where you bought the bread, like the bread tag or something else. There were no UPCs back then, so probably like the bread tag. You showed it to the shop owner, and he gave you this 45. So this 45 that you heard, Les Intern Oh No was powered by bread. Somebody bought it via buying bread in the 1960s. So we heard Thesis Sahib. Then before that, Les Interns with Oh No. And before that, Two Wounded Birds with Together Forever. And thank you, Johnny, for sending that to me. Brand new from the Two Wounded Birds from our upcoming LP, Together Forever. And before that, a couple tracks from the Apollo Ghosts. We heard Newcastle, and before that, the paralysis of my long clerkship by the Apollo Ghosts. And the Apollo Ghosts are going to be playing in Vancouver next Saturday, the 12th, at the Interurban Gallery for the release party of their brand new LP, Land Mark, and before that, to begin that little set, something by Cerebral Ballsy with the particular track known as Don't Tell Me What to Do. And Cerebral Ballsy, the guy who sings for Cerebral Ballsy, his dad is Dre from The Black Sheep, who were mentioned in an interview with Action Bronson that was preceded by all those recordings. Right now, to end an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show, wanted to play something that was sent to me and posted by PJ, who does the amazing Dirty Water Club in England. It's a great club, lots of bands play it, and he gets lots of demos and stuff and recordings in the mail. And this is what he's posted. He said, this CD came in the post to me at Dirty Water Records here in London. He also does Dirty Dirty Water Records as like great bands such as The Vickers and a whole bunch of other stuff. We're going to be playing some of that on an Ardware to Human Serviette radio show later. But this particular CD, so again, this is PJ. He's at Dirty Water Records. He does a Dirty Water Record Club in London, England. And he got this recording in the mail. And it was sent to him all the way from Canada. The letter said, Hello, I like punk music. I have thousands of hours of singing practice. Singing is all I did in high school. I included in the envelope a CD of me singing from a few years ago. I only had a one-minute recorder on my computer, so I sang fast. My regular style is slower, but I do enjoy singing fast. The songs are comprised of bands that have inspired me. I am looking for a band and have not had much success. I hoped that by writing to record labels and including a CD of me singing, this might get me help. I do not play an instrument. I would like to make music. Please phone and mail me if interested. And PJ says, 
And upon listening to this, I decided it was such a work of genius that I had to share the sounds I heard. Unfortunately, this solo vocalist is based in small town British Columbia, Canada. So a bit too far away for me to assist him. If you're in his neck of the woods and seriously want to form a band with him, then I'll put you in touch with each other, says PJ. Now we're going to play fast songs by Ryan from British Columbia, Canada, submitted by and posted by PJ from the Dirty Water Club and Dirty Water Records in London, England. Here's fast songs, as I mentioned, by Ryan from British Columbia, Canada, to end the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show today. It was all I was after, but I found so much more. And you made me start to thinking, and I don't regret a thing. How'd you make me understand what you want and what you need? Sometimes my eyes are so blind, giving up so much for me. Oh, give me time to let everything sink in. The future seems so bright. Turn the page, reality is here, reality is here. You're my third world girl, taking me for a ride on a carpet made of flowers. High up in the sky, and we lived in a faraway jungle in a house up on a mountain. Surrounded by the bluest part of, there's an ocean breeze as the moon sets in her eyes, her footprints turn to gold. Face so soft in the sunrise, in the sunshine. Before, but not for someone as close as you. I've tried to stay clear of the hate that surrounds us and hurts my ears. And I can say you have no right to feel that way over and up inside, but I can try to change your mind. Listen to me or should I say goodbye? Fear and resentment, and you should see the face you wear. I wouldn't be here if I didn't care. You are the same as the people around us that feel your pain. And I can't say you have no right to feel that way over and up inside, but I can try to help you find the things you need to ties that bind. Every time I hear the sound of a little sigh, it brings me down inside. I cry because I. Don't know why I can't make you happy yourself. The victim of life's injustice, all the baggage slowing you down. And I've heard that right before, but over someone as close to you, I try to speak clear of the hate that surrounds us. It hurts my ears. Went out today to try to phone you. I guess you didn't recognize my call, but the lady on your end says you got caller ID. And I'm feeling sorry that you've been woken up so much. I'm feeling guilty. Just talk to me. Please talk to me. I hardly know you. Is it too late to even try? I want to know you. Another 20 cent goodbye. Went out today to try to phone you. I guess you didn't recognize my call, but the lady on your end said you got caller ID. I'm feeling sorry that you've been woken up so much. I'm feeling guilty. Just talk to me. Please talk to me. I hardly know you. Is it too late to even try? I want to know you. Another 20 cent goodbye. Presenting on his brain is all practice, thinking it's alien, it's alien to me the days through the lights are off into my lonely game, electrons come from me, the television is my only friend, there was a time that I swore this would never happen to me, I look for inspiration, like if not so many times there's something missing, or I can't find, would you like to come to a place inside my head, or would you like to watch me fall asleep, instead any decision, television takes my mind away, growing strong, how much longer will things be this way, I look at my close friends, they wear expressions of concern, they don't want me to forget all they think, I've learned, I've explained my situation, but why can't they see Friday, just another night for me. Now there's a feeling that I get when I'm at peace with Aussie and it's a rare time that I spend with no one else around but me. These moments are so precious now, getting better just like wine, but wine won't make me happy. There was a time I thought it would, I thought it could, I thought it should. I now turn around, I'm looking out, there's nothing there, but I can still see myself a lonely boy.
I thought I knew you, but I was wrong. When I see you today, I don't understand. How could you change that much in your life? I won't tell you how to live it by questioning you and your ideals. What did you believe in? Was it just an attitude you thought was cool back then? Once you wanted to change the world, but the world changed you. Yeah, you won't admit it's true. You become what you hated most of all back then. Now you betrayed all those ideals what you once believed in. It was just an attitude you thought was cool back then. Now you become a statistic figure, a number on a list with no personality or individuality, just a status quo, or materialistic needs who will soon be living in the United States or your asshole bureaucrats. I thought I knew you, but I was wrong. When I see you today, I don't understand. How could you change that much? your life i won't tell you how to live it by questioning you and your ideals what did you believe in or was it just an attitude you thought was cool back then once you wanted to change the road but the road changed you you won't admit it's true you become what you've hated most of all back then now you betrayed all those ideals that you once believed in or was it just an attitude you thought was cool back then now you become a specific figure a number on a list with no personality or individuality just a status climber with materialistic needs who will soon be living in the united states or europe assholes bureaucrats You do a place, a place that no one's ever seen it so far, far way back. We do see on the trees. I know that it won't fall. It's been there a hundred years. I know that it won't fall. You gotta trust the limbs are here. One more time, I'm telling you, walk where you won't fall. We're almost there. Come on, follow me to the borders in the sky. And I'm going to take you there to the place, the place that no one's ever seen. The moss grows on the north side of the trees. I know that it won't fall. It's been there a hundred years. I know that it won't fall. You gotta trust the limbs are here. Walk through the forest tonight. That I fell down, you picked me off the ground, put me back on my feet, back on my feet. I had a shoulder to lean on, someone who was strong when I was feeling weak, I was feeling weak, so I did not understand that you could also need a helping hand. I'll be there to catch you, you need someone when you fall. I'll be there to catch you, you need someone when you fall down. I won't let you down again, sorry that I was afraid. Next time I'll be there for you, like you are always been there for me. This time I'll be there for you. Question the truth, your truth, the question, my vision, the impact, the words you can hear, shocking, the words I can't write. 
She's working all her life for justice and the robot. Every time she made some gain, someone will kick her down again. Then damage takes it all. The rise and the fall. The rise and the fall. Again, you get back up again. It's easy to tear apart the mill. Damage has momentum of its own. It takes us time to break things down. Then the wait around until they're gone. She was looking all her life for a mate that understood. But every time she gave her, she ended up scared alone. The damage takes its goal. The rise and the fall. The rise and the fall. Can you get back up again? It's easier to tear apart the mill. Damage has momentum of its own. It takes us time to break things down. Then wait around until they're gone. She's working all her life for justice in the world, but every time she made some gains, someone would kick it around again. The damage she gets sold. The rise and the fall, and the rise and the fall. Can you get back up again? It's easier to tear apart the mill. Damage on momentum of its own. It takes less time to break things out than to wait around until they're grown. She was looking all her life for a maid that understood, but every time she gave her a chance, she was scared alone. The damage she gets sold. The rise and the fall, and the rise and the fall. Can you get back up again? It's easier to tear apart the mill. Damage on momentum of its own. It takes less time to break things out than to wait around until they're grown. Let's own fairy salt, then turn on your TV. Let's own fairy salt, then pick up the keys. You lock your castle door behind you. Do you go for a ride? You're trying to go out words as you think of what you've been in. I know I understand your mind. No one ever tried. No one has a clue what you are inside. And I lie, but I believe myself in the truth. There's more than anything. I was drowning in self pity, killing time. It helps me to write the words you think about the grime. And if you piss me off, please don't apologize. My anger drives conviction. I proclaim these lies. If you don't believe me, just read between the lies. No one has a clue what's behind these eyes. And I lie. Let's own fairy thought, then turn on your TV. Let's own fairy salt, then pick up the keys. You lock your castle door behind you. Do you go for a ride? You're trying to cut words as you think of what you've been in. I know one understands your mind. No one ever tried. No one has a clue what you are inside. And I lie, but I believe myself in the truth. There's more than anything. I was drowning in self pity, killing time. It helps me to write the words you think about the grime. And if you piss me off, please don't apologize. My anger drives conviction as I proclaim these lies. If you don't believe me, just read between the lies. No one has a clue what's beyond these eyes. And I lie. You took my closest friends, split my family, I gave up everything I had except my memory, but I know someone will hold your hand tonight, you won't remember me tonight, I wish I could forget so easily, someone will hold your hand tonight, you, someone will sleep right by your side, all I know is it's not me, I'm Mr. Pearson, glad I'm Mr. Fearless, that's all the little things I never thought would mean so much, and after all this time I thought we would forgive, I guess there's no turning back, you have your life to live, I'm here all by myself, remembering that you once said that you would always be here, wait and see, someone will hold your hand tonight, you won't remember me tonight, I wish I could forget so easily, someone could hold your hand tonight, someone could sleep right by your side, all I know is it's not me. You took my closest friends with my family. I gave up everything I had except your memory. Why? No, someone will hold your hand tonight. You will remember me tonight. I wish I could forget so easily. Someone will hold your hand tonight. Someone will sleep right by your side. All I know is it's not me. I'm Mr. Peterson. Good. I'm Mr. Fearless. Touch all the little things I never thought would mean so much. And after all the time, I thought we would forgive. I guess there's no turning back. You have your life to live. I'm here all by myself, remembering that you once said that you would always be here. Wait and see. Someone will hold your hand tonight. You will remember me tonight. I wish I could forget so easily. Someone could hold your hand tonight. Someone could sleep right by your side. All I know is it's not me.
Not to be so as a hands off to Master Jace. Good luck, go your way. What if they run your arms on it? Cause what? Smite, might see what you. Found in my heart, now you're so ashamed. Now you're so ashamed. We believe the same thing. You stand to the side, report the heart, go front. Hang on, Andrew. Too bad you can't see. No, you just can't fucking see it. Now you just turn back. You said I don't want more over it. You attack. I'll pay now. Don't you don't get to you. Do say you do. You don't have to make excuses for us. Sitting there looking back. Don't throw memories of the way things were. Now you've been on so your mind, now you've given up, you don't know what's there, you don't trust, so you've given in, along with all your friends and yourself, all the means are always justified, the end of ordinary, ordinary, look at the mirror, sign up, what makes you think that you're not one of us, if you make up, it's hard to use your mind, it isn't difficult, you don't know what's there, you don't trust. No, you made it up. It's almost like your mind. Now you're giving up. You don't know what's there. You don't try so you're giving in. Along with all your friends and yourself, all the means are always justified. The answer ordinary. Ordinary. Look at the mirror. Now what makes you think that you're not one of us? If you make it up, you start to use your mind. It isn't difficult. You don't know what's there. You don't try. When I saw you, I was not even looking at your screen without raising your voice. Well, I don't know that you have your run. If you like, I ain't got no choice. But maybe I have too much to walk in the wrong direction. All these thoughts drive me insane. I wonder how long I'll feel this pain. It's not really what it is. No, there's something with a different name. And you, you never tell me a damn thing. I hope someday I'll learn to play this game. Fear, of course, I fear the unknown because I know a stranger me. But if, if you raise to be just, then what would a stranger be? That remains to be seen. Life goes on. It's just the same. Every day life goes on until you think you feel this pain. No question about your life, you don't know how you'll ever make it through. It hurts so bad, but so you got you're asking me for all knowledge. Gotta say now is that you don't know what pain is. You haven't suffered one iota, so just stop your whining. You don't know what pain is. Stop complaining. Put your finger. I'll tell you to blame. Smack your bags. We're going out. I want to show you just what's in this world. Cause in the end, it's all you got. Memories to tell you about your life and how you lived it. So live it good. I know it's all that you've given. You don't know what pain is. You haven't suffered one iota, so just stop your whining. You don't know what pain is. Stop complaining. Put your finger. I'll tell you to blame. Have you heard of the newly opened NSCS Discovery Restaurant at 1515 Discovery in Jericho Park? Profits support NS Culinary Education Society